All right, we're going to try and record this in one go. This is another solo pod from Jack. It is, when this releases, it will be Abe's 26th birthday. So a happy birthday to Abe. If you listen to the podcast, you know he is my longtime best friend. Been friends for, he's turning 26. This is Saquon Barkley year, which would put him, I guess we've been friends for fucking 17, 18 years now which is pretty insane if you think about that. I mean, LeBron James has been playing basketball for probably one more year in the NBA than we've been friends. But as you know, that is a long, long, long time. And so, you know, we mess around on this pod. Of course, I love Abe and I hate him too. But I think we'll keep this one generally positive, especially because I was at the Knicks game today. They played the Sixers. James Harden recorded a triple-double. Joel Embiid scored 37 points and shot, I think, 27 or something free throws, which is just absolutely insane. But I think I want to keep it positive and, and genuinely admit, because Abe doesn't have a chance to say it himself, that the Sixers are title contenders, but not just title contenders. I would almost consider them to be the ones who should win the title. That combination, a healthy Harden, a healthy Embiid, is spectacular. Maxi was great today. Matisse is perfect for the role. The biggest question mark is going to be when the playoffs come. Two things. One, where is Tobias Harris? I think he had two or four points for the majority of the game today before hitting a couple shots late. What's his situation going to be? Is he just going to be an off-ball, not active He's just got to hit a few shots, play decent defense, which he can from time to time. Or do they need him to pick up those minutes in the playoffs? Because there were times where it was kind of Harden and the Funky Bunch or Harden and Tobias. And in the playoffs, those lineups would get shredded. I know James carried the nets by himself for a little, and that's kind of what it looked like. And not like Niang's a bad player or Millsap or any of those guys, to be quite frank. But that was the clear flaw in that team. So... How can Tobias come up big? But overall, yeah, I, if I'm a Sixers fan, I'm very excited. That pick and roll is lethal, as was expected. Uh, and B does get to the line. And, you know, someone who shoots 27 free throws the most of the entire season, normally you'd be like, well, he's, he's grifting, he's foul baiting, he's just trying to get free throws. To be honest, the Knicks were fouling him. And there was nothing we could really do about it. I think the Knicks' defense is absolutely horrific by itself that's for a different time but tonight today yeah he he deserved to be fouled he could not be stopped he fouled out Jericho Sims he almost fouled out Mitchell Robinson he had five fouls and Harden was great Harden was spectacular I think the three-point shooting overall from the Sixers will be a question mark they can be a little streaky from time to time those Harden threes he doesn't seem to want to be firing them often, which is understandable. He's much better attacking downhill. His getting to the line is a little interesting because he does use those cheeky little moves that I'm not obsessed with. But look, it's within the rules. They changed the rules. It's still within the rules. So credit to him for that. The Eastern Conference is tight. It's about as tight as we've seen over the last two decades, literally since I first <laughs> have known Abe. You've got the Sixers. I think the Bucks still have a great chance to come alive. Middleton's been streaky. Drew's been streaky. Lopez 
could come back at some point. So I think they're a threat. I think the Nets are really interesting. Kevin Durant should be back this week, obviously. Kyrie, now with the vaccine mandate being lifted in New York on March 7th, sounds like he'll be able to continue on. And the Hornets lost and then play Milwaukee. So they, they've got a little bit of space. And so whether or not they're going to end up as the sixth seed, which might be a little tougher to get to, the seven and eight seem secure, in which case I think they have a strong chance at advancing. And then that's obviously a team you don't want to face if you're the one-seeded Bulls or Heat or even the Sixers or any of those teams at the top of the East because you got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie Irving, and Ben's, you know, he's an interesting piece. And, of course, you now have added Seth Curry, give them a little depth with Patty Mills and Andre Drummond. So the Nets, I'm not out on them. Um, I'm not as into them as Vegas seems to be. I think Vegas has them around 5-1 to one odds to win the whole thing. I don't see it that way, but when you look at the Western Conference now, you got Chris Paul out for a, a long time. They lost, obviously, to the Jazz today. They should be fine, but you know it's not great when you lose your starting point guard who's going to be reevaluated. It's a thumb. It could linger. And they've got the Warriors who blow a 20-point lead. Those felt like the two teams at the top of the West who were the cream of the crop, who were going to take care of business and eventually play in the Western Conference Finals. The Grizzlies are a great, cute team. They're great. They're young. Jaws an absolute stud. I love him. But I don't think it's their year. But now I'm starting to think, whose year is it in the West? It's not the Lakers. You know, with AD injury, he'll be out for a long time. The Nuggets are the most intriguing team to me. Jokic continues to just put up numbers and get the job done. Just today, Michael Porter Jr. announced back. Expectation is Jamal Murray will be back within the next month or so. That's a serious team who's been to the Western Conference Finals before, albeit in the bubble. I do like what Denver has. And, you know, you can take care of some not-so-great teams. The Warriors, Draymond will be back. Clay sat tonight. Wiseman is supposedly coming back. Iguodala will play. So I'm not giving up on those teams. I just think it's an open race. And I think that's exciting. That's exciting in the NBA. Traditionally, we kind of knew who was going to be there, which led to great drama, great kind of NBA Twitter. But overall, the openness is very, very interesting. So... I know I kind of went through the whole NBA, but I did want to just give my love to Abe on his 26th birthday. He's on vacation, enjoying his time. That's why I'm out here doing the solo pod. The Knicks are, you know, the Knicks are a sad franchise. In the NFL right now, guys, we've got some crazy stuff that's about to go down. You've got one or two days until franchise tagging and free agency is going to come into play. Trades can start to happen. So, that's really exciting. The combine is obviously starting up this week as well. So NFL movement will happen. More Aaron Rodgers rumors probably for a long time before anything substantial happens. But we like the NFL stuff. But what I really want to talk about is, you know, you're hearing this probably on February 28th or March. Well, in March, we have March Madness. And if February 26th, Saturday, didn't show you what this bracket is going to be like, then nothing else will. The top six teams, yes, six teams in the country all lost on the same day for the first time ever. That is nuts. Gonzaga goes down to St. Mary's. You saw Kentucky lose on the road to Arkansas. I think Kansas went down. Uh, I'm trying to think who should even be at the top. Do you just keep the standings where they are? Duke, the only team not to lose, really, that was in that top seven. So 
March Madness is going to be amazing. I am still trying to figure out what our plans will be for the March Madness thing. I'll be out in Vegas for opening weekend and the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. So if anyone happens to be out there, hit me up and we can uh, we can watch some games. But I don't know if we want to do an ESPN tournament. I know there's like some NFT tournaments potentially. Um, I don't think Underdog's going to have anything in the cards for us. So it's just another beautiful thing we'll get to figure out. But I am excited to see because I love the tournament. The tournament's a great time. If you've never been, I would highly suggest getting out to the tournament. There's really, I mean, the earlier you go, the more games you can see. You stay for these sessions and you can see two games or four games in a session. And that's a really fun time. If And it, and it also travels all across the country. So if you're in some of these cities that don't, don't typically get the Final Four, you can see a bunch of games. And I think that's a fun experience. So highly recommend that so that's college basketball we touched on nba touched on nfl i said i was going to keep this short we still will have underdog winners to come out this week i know i've been one for two one for two three straight times i understand it's not a winner but people are like oh i'm gonna fade your picks well if you just took the opposite you'd be one for two anyways it's not like we're cold we missed on cat cat kind of screwed us and then we missed a couple others and Listen, if you're on underdog with us and you like having fun, the point isn't we're not here to make money and and don't take that the wrong way. The expectation should not be I'm going to take my picks or Jack's picks or Abe's picks or any and think we're going to like this is an ATM of sorts. It's not. This is for fun. I went to the Knicks game today. I took a pick on RJ hit the over Maxi hit the under, but it just makes the game a little more interesting to me. So that's the way you should be doing it if you're if you're playing with money that you don't have or you can't fair to lose please do not play please do not play let me know if you feel like you can't stop we can get you help but seriously this is you know you cannot this is all supposed to be for fun everything about this is supposed to be fun i have fun doing it i have fun riding with you guys when we do take the picks is it more fun when it hits sure but you cannot rely on this as as a source of income. So that's my kind of you know tip of the day is be careful out there. Um, be smart with your money. Invest it. Take this as an entertainment kind of fun. So shout out to Abe. Happy 26th birthday. Love you. Shout out to the Sixers. They're for real. Shout out to the Knicks. They absolutely stink. But IQ looks spectacular. And RJ has been playing very well as well. Can't wait for the NFL Combine, which means NFL Draft Series will shortly follow. We're always excited about that. NHL I posted for a bunch of hours. Shout out Eagleson because he makes us watch that shit. And baseball. The last thing I'll talk on is baseball. It sounds like they're coming down to the wire here. I think they have one more day to figure it out or the season gets postponed. But they apparently made some progress finally, which is exciting to hear because this is one of the rarest summers that we'll ever have for sports and i hate to be this way but not in a good way no olympics right we've got an olympics going on right now i think or maybe it's over i don't know i lost track no olympics no real soccer tournament euros was last summer world cup will be next winter um so it's really baseball we'll have golf we'll have some f1 it appears we'll have some soccer so look the sports calendar does not sleep. It doesn't stop. It's great. But I'm just saying, without baseball, 
could get lonely. So I'm rooting for baseball to get their shit together. Hopefully it gets the job done. Once again, happy birthday, Abe. Snapback fam. Much love. Peace.